Your convocation speaker this morning is a friend of Deacon Mike's. Uh, he's known him from Our Lady of Fatima. He uh, just recently retired. He spent years in the commercial lighting business. I'm sure it's fun. Sure, it's fun. So if you have questions about like the lights around our building, feel free to ask him after convocation. I can't imagine what kind of questions you would have, but that would be really, really entertaining to listen to. So um, if you could please welcome up Mr. Doug Dietrich. Good morning. What an honor and joy it is for me to be here today. And I'm uh, very happy to be able to share uh, my life experience that just happened uh, over the last few months. But first, I wanted to, what was really neat about being here, and it's dawning on me, was I was able to attend World Youth Day as a young adult. And um, I went to uh, the Mass and so forth, and I got many experiences of seeing John Paul II, uh, St. John Paul II in person. And uh, it's really cool to see the fruits so many years later. It just continues, continues to grow uh, in this archdiocese, and we're extraordinarily blessed. Well, um, within the last three months, I've experienced the death of both my father and my mother. Uh, my dad passed at 90 on uh, November 25th, which was a day after my mom's birthday. And my mother passed uh, four to five weeks shortly after there on January 2nd. Uh, the reason I want to tell you this story is my mother and father were married for 65 years. And they had a great sacramental marriage. My mother's health wasn't great. My dad uh, doted over her. He sacrificed a lot for her. He took care of her. He wouldn't let myself or my brothers do things for mom. It was his you know, it was his vocation uh, and so forth and so on. But um, kind of go back in time. In October of 2022, my wife and I were on vacation uh, in Utah and we were touring the big five national parks. And we were at Zion National Park and I'm standing there in the serenity and the beauty, these mountains and it just overcame me that I, I believe the Holy Spirit put a message on my heart that I was to retire from my business that I had owned from seven, for 17 years as well as for an industry that I worked in for 35 years. I thought I was supposed to have these grandiose plans of vacationing. Uh, I had all these projects I wanted to do in my home and so forth and so on. Well, I followed through with it and I did retire last May uh, on the 31st. And so I did get one of my big projects done before the end of June. But my father came back from his cardiologist appointment with one of my brothers uh, the first week of July and uh, his congestive heart failure had left him with only 22 to 25 percent of heart capacity so the family had to go into action and we i have three older brothers and we have you know who are we're married and so forth and our lovely wives and our, our children we went into action and provided caregiving 24 hours a day caregiving for my mom and dad um, and this over time ended up just being my four brothers uh, as the the caregiving got more and more difficult but what i want to talk to you about is how i experienced the crucified christ in my mom and dad uh, my parents were extraordinarily good at hiding their ailments and the first night 
that I was at my mom and dad's house. One of the routines we had to do is my mother uh, had, um, and forgive me, I don't know all these medical terms, uh, but she had like edema where she retained a lot of water in her legs and so forth. So she had to wear these compression socks. Uh, and she had this special lotion that we had to put um, on her legs and so forth. So when I pulled back the compression socks, what I saw uh, made me break down into tears and I just cried and I, I said, Mom, I didn't know that she did such a good job of hiding what was there. Her legs, her, her skin was, it looked like tree bark is the best way I can describe it and it felt that way. And so there I was putting this lotion on my mom's legs and I was crying, you know, just saying I was so sorry that she was going through this and that this had been this way. But then it dawned on me, I was washing the foot of a disciple because my parents were very devout Catholics and they were prayer warriors. But it dawned on me that here's my mother and here's these, <coughs> these, these legs and her feet that had been you know, uh, damaged from all this, all, all these different health things. And um, it brought me great joy uh, and tears of happiness. And then down the road, uh, different things that occurred with my mom and dad. My, my father had, he was, a, he was a diabetic and he had cut his foot some time ago uh, and we couldn't get this wound to heal on his foot. And not to get too graphic, but the wound on his foot was the size of a quarter, okay? And um, I'm a very squeamish person. I was as a kid. I never liked the sight of blood. I didn't, I didn't like seeing certain things and so forth. And I, I told my brother specifically, I will not clean or dress dad's foot. Well, after I made that statement, the very first night I was with my mom and dad, uh, the hospice nurse, uh, Cooper, you know, she had told me, goes, you need to clean your dad's foot. And so there I was, uh, taking this dressing off of the, my dad's foot, and there's this wound. Um, and I wasn't frightened, and I wasn't scared. Um, and I cleaned it, and I redressed his foot, you know, gave him all his ointments and that type of thing. Um, and then it dawned on me, and I said to my dad, Dad, you have a piercing in your foot, just like Christ did on the cross. I said, we should offer up a prayer, you know, for someone, for the souls in purgatory. Uh, and my dad, he said to me, he says, Douglas, that might be the smartest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> might be true. And ask Deacon Mike, that might be, right? But <laughs> so anyways, my dad uh, said a prayer there. Um, and then going down the road a little bit, uh, my dad with certain medications could not walk to get to the bathroom, even with his walker or with his cane. And one night I had to physically carry him, literally had my arms underneath him, basically dragging him to the bathroom because he needed to go to the restroom. And that didn't dawn on me until last night that I was Simon of Cyrene carrying Jesus and the cross with my father, you know, and it, it just didn't, I didn't realize it, but as I reflect back on this whole experience, um, one thing I can tell you is I, I covered two nights, I covered a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, so I was doing a 48 hour shift with my parents. One thing that's strange is I haven't lived with my parents for over 40 years, and all the things that you're experiencing now as teenagers, 
I got to re-experience those emotions. And some of those things and feelings were great. Some of them were not. Uh, but that's OK. Um, that's, that's just part of, part of the life that we live and so forth. So let me, let me just wrap it up with this story. When I would go there, I had great trepidation. I had anger. And I had anxiety because uh, that's all based in fear. Okay, But when I would walk through my mom and dad's door, and then I would start uh, caregiving for them, I was overwhelmed with tremendous joy. And I, I learned that I loved it. And I loved taking care of my parents. And um, with Lent coming up here in a couple weeks, uh, what an opportunity we have to always reflect on the crucifixion and the passion of our Lord and what that means to us and what, what he sacrificed. So, praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever.